The GOP's dogged by the fates. They moan woe to the party that hates. In your poisonous forum, you're choosing Santorum. You'll be lucky to get 15 states. Hey, listen to the Urinis. They've been around since the time of Aeschylus. They know doom when they see it. Ah, yes, Rick Santorum. Again, that idea of him surging is enough to send me to the bathroom. Think about Rick Santorum, naked except for his sweater vest, surging on the couch with his wife, right? No rubbers, because what did he say? I'll have to just kind of paraphrase him. Rubbers are wrong because they allow you to do things in sex that aren't right for life. Climate change denial has become a litmus test for modern Republicans, but Rick Santorum, in his fondness for melding faith and government, has become one of the precious few to cite the Bible as evidence that the science-accepting crowd has it all wrong, and apparently the first to bring that thinking to the presidential stage. It's true. Rick is the first to bring Bible-based scientific analysis and criticism to the stump. Wow. The bourgeoisie have risen. Mencken is spinning in his grave, says Santorum. We were put on this earth as creatures of God to have dominion over the earth, to use it wisely and steward it wisely, but for our benefit, not for the earth's benefit. That's what Santorum told the Colorado crowd earlier this month. For our benefit and not the earth's benefit? Does it take you back to the Reagan administration and James Watt, the Secretary of the Interior, who stood up and said, Rape it! Rape the planet because Christ is returning and with a flick of his fabulous fingers all will be restored. Yeah, like some big video game. On Face the Nation, when asked to justify his recent controversial claim that President Obama has a phony theology that's not based on the Bible, he said that the president sides with radical environmentalists who don't understand what God intended to be the relationship between humans and the planet. Now, where did Ricky get this? On his own? This is a third-class intellect, a man who was uh, nominated by his uh, co-workers in the Senate as not a rocket scientist. So where did he get this idea? Was it some weird defrocked Jesuit dribbled it into his ears? Or did he read it in some screed? Maybe he was reading old Ron Paul newsletters. Who knows? Anyway, it's our job to run the planet, not the planet's job to run us says Santorum. I continue to quote the Rick. When you have a worldview that elevates the earth above man and says that we can't take those resources because we're going to harm the earth by things that frankly are not just scientifically proven. For example, the politicalization of the whole global warming debate. This is all an attempt to, you know, to centralize power and to give more power to the government. And the former Pennsylvania senator doubled down again just this week, declaring that, unlike the Earth, we're intelligent and we can actually manage things. Well, Rick is no gold standard for we're intelligent. The Earth is an Einstein compared to this rube. So there you got it. Global warming ain't real. It's made up by politicized scientists. And he also says it is the new theology of the left. So you have the theology of the Bible, old and real, brought down from Sinai and the Vatican, 
versus the new left's theology, just brand new right out of the old basket, all about radical environmentalism. Well, that explanation of Santorum's doesn't exactly fly with scientists. Quote, neither Obama nor any environmentalist thinks man is here to serve the earth. This is a right-wing fantasy, says Joe Rome, a climate expert at the Liberal Center for American Progress. But lest you believe Santorum's thinking is hitherto unseen in the GOP, Representative John Shimkus, in a 2009 congressional hearing, cited the Book of Genesis as evidence that climate change is a hoax pointing out that God promised Noah that man won't destroy the earth. Shimkus was subsequently rewarded with the chairmanship of the powerful Energy and Commerce Subcommittee on the Environment. The chairman of the Subcommittee on Energy and the Environment worries not about the state of the planet because God in the Bible told Noah that man would not destroy the earth. Hey, anybody out there who may be thinking they're not going to get up in November and vote for Obama and clear these theocrats out, these Ayatollah assholes, well, they're part of the problem, not part of the solution. I'm here at midnight at the Drone Alone Air Force Base in Mobius, Nevada, visiting their remote operations warfare room. What's your name, soldier? Corporal Punishment, sir. And your job? I'm on 7 to 7 graveyard duty checking out the video sent from the Predator hovering over Sector N in Jihadistan. Is that Afghanistan or Pakistan? I'm not sure, sir. From 20,000 feet, all stands look alike. And who are you looking for? Designated tourists, insurgents, rebels, and targets of rich opportunity, sir. All night with your eyes glued to that screen, you must have trouble staying awake. Negative, sir. I got my double six of hacker smack to keep me up and at them. Uh-oh, excuse me. Sergeant, I got a probable here. Details, Corporal. The groom could be Mullah Omar, except for age, weight, and height discrepancies, and he has both eyes. Don't take chances. Send him a gift. Roger that. Hellfire's away. Good work, soldier. Don't forget to thank Hacker Smack, sir. Oh, yeah. Looking for another bullseye. Hacker Smack is a government-approved caffeine and crystal meth-laced wake-up drink. A patriotic byproduct of Alzheimer's Brewery, Rehab, Colorado. Rick Santorum, according to a recent Gallup poll, is now eight points ahead of Mitty Flip-Flop nationally. Really, don't you think this is proof positive of the death of the Republican brand? The latest national survey by Greenberg Quinlan Rosner for Democracy Corps and Women's Votes sees a collapse of the Republican brand at almost all levels. Negatives associated with the Republican Party have not been this high since right after they lost the country in 2008. That was a bath they took. Let's put them back in the bathtub. Take the government out that Grover Norquist wants to shrink and drown. And let's put the freshman Republican from the Tea Party in them. Dunk them in like so many tea bags and then have a victory drink the day after the election in November. Oh, Peter, you wax, don't you? The Republican's presumptive nominee flirts with a 50% negative rating and now may represent a big drag on the National Party. Ya think so? 
President Obama nears the 50% mark and is now just four points away from what he achieved in 2008. Democrats have newly consolidated the progressive votes of the rising American electorate, who were responsible for Democratic victories in 2006 and 2008. These voters, unmarried women, young voters, and minorities dropped off in 2010 and lagged throughout 2011, but yo-hoo, they are coming back. Seniors who abandoned Democrats in 2010 have come back two surveys in a row, and suburban swing voters watch the Republican primary debate with growing alienation from the Republican Party. Can you believe they're saying that? Did he actually say that? The tax issue, a presumptive Republican advantage, has moved dramatically in favor of the Democrats. So what do the Republicans have left? The culture war. Put on your breastplate, pick up your Christian sword, and let's do battle in the culture war. These results may not simply be the result of a spot of good economic news and rough news cycles for Republican nominees, but the beginning of long-term structural changes that will characterize the 2012 election cycle. Oh, we can only hope. Recent controversies over Planned Parenthood and contraception will not revive the Republican standing. Indeed, the opposite may be true, as this survey shows voters disagree with them on principle and wonder why at a time of great economic distress, Republicans are consumed with denying birth control coverage for women. This survey provides fair warning to the Republican Party that they may be losing the country. Yes. They're losing the country. They're sailing away on the good ship culture wars, and it's full of holes. So the GOP bigwigs, those are those big guys with wigs. I guess that makes Donald Trump one of the Republican tyros. They're worried that they've got crap for nominees. They're terrified of the fact that their present frontrunner, Rick Santorum, may only take 15 states. Well, I tried to do the math, and I'm trying to be as generous as possible. Let's see the 15 that Ricky's got down. All right, we'll start on the East Coast. South Carolina, for sure. Ricky land. Alabama, because I don't think he's going to win Georgia. I really don't. Alabama, Louisiana, Mississippi, that makes four. Obviously, Arkansas and Oklahoma make six. Give him Texas. You can't trust those people. That's seven. I'll give him both Dakotas. That's nine. Kansas, that's ten. Idaho, 11. Utah, 12. Well, let's see. I guess we have to hand him Wyoming, but I think it's very slightly in play. That's 13. And then you've got Alaska, probably. That's 14. I don't think he's going to win Montana. But even if I gave him Montana, I think I'd be insulting all those fine surrealists in Bozeman. That still comes to only 15. What have I forgotten? Ah, yes, Kentucky and Tennessee. He'll definitely take Kentucky, <laughs> because that's just a given. But he may lose Tennessee. So those are the 15 states that Santorum would snatch away in the greatest drubbing since Goldwater or Alf Landon. And why? Because of the Republican recipe to get America working again. That's what Santorum's going to be running on. Let's tick him off. 
What's the Republican plan for getting us back to work? Contraception legislation, ban abortions, dog the president on his birth certificate, extend Bush tax cuts, tax the middle class, repeal Affordable Health Care Act, vow to fight fictitious war on religion, repeal Dodd-Frank so Wall Street can steal with impunity again, take away food stamps from the poor, make sure women are punished for being raped, destroy the unions, and decimate the environment. That's the formula for 15 states. Ho, ho, ho. Peter Bergman here, Radio Free Oz. For February 22nd, that being a Wednesday, and we'll be back with you tomorrow.